All right, welcome to the Texas Hemp Show. This is podcast number 20, and joining me in the studio this week is our new co-host, Coleman Hemphill from the Texas Hemp Industries Association. Welcome again, Coleman. How are you doing, my friend? You know, this is becoming one of my favorite times of the week. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'm glad to be back. Really? You mean you don't, you're not agitated by this at all? No, this is great. <laughs> you know, get to get to talk about what we love, and, and there's always something happening every week. This time of year is always... Yeah. Uh, always moving in in some direction, some good, some bad, but um, a lot to lay out, a lot of news um, from this last week, and, and glad to, to be back again. Yeah, well, well, you're right. It's, it's speaking of news and, and things developing, we're in legislation right now, and I understand there's another bill that's uh, been passed or pushed through to the House this week. Yeah, so this is the long-awaited hemp cleanup bill. So last week, Senator Perry introduced Senate Bill 1778, two years after, I, I guess, what would be 1776. We, we, we liberated the hemp plant uh, two years ago. Uh, we're two years past now, and uh, the Senate Bill 1778 does a lot of good things. Um, it really pairs up a lot of the best language that we saw with the USDA's final rule. Mm-hmm. So instead of having this really limited, restrictive pre-harvest time frame of 20 days that's now extending to to 30 days which is great they've brought some clarity around what is the the limit of detection and and what is the the measurement of uncertainty rather so what this means now is yes explain this to me yeah so this (laughs) is this is super important one of the most important elements in the hemp industry um, for people to, to understand is testing. Um, many people in the hemp industry are familiar with certificates of analysis or COAs. This is the documentation that you have to have when you transport, transport raw materials or finished products. This is what you have to have in your QR code. And as we all know, hemp has 0.3% or less Delta 9. Now, that being said, all testing is, n- or no testing rather, is 100% accurate. So based upon the USDA's rules and now what would be written in, in statute is they, they make room for the variance that can exist. And so they've allowed for, for up to 5%. So what this means is okay. that the actual limit for hemp is 0.35, So that 5% variance adds that, that extra decimal, which so is, is important. That's 0.05. Well, it is 0.05. Right. That's that's the uncertainty. So for products up to 0.35, they, they gave us another digit. So we're, well, we're moving in the right direction. We'll take it's, that. It's, you know, it's, it's slow, but um, it is good to, to have some, some definition there. And so the familiar faces of 1778... Are, are the same are the same sponsors of the bill from last week? They right? are, yeah. So the the author is Senator Charles Perry out of Lubbock in the Senate, and Representative Tracy King from Uvalde. So Tracy King was the longtime chair of the the House Agriculture Committee, and really has been a, a great person to work with. Um, we've worked very closely with his office since 2015, and. Um, really appreciate all the work that, that he's done to, to put this out. Now, all this to be said, um, these guys have now gone out to bat for us. They are, are championing this for us, and we're going to get some, some good things passed. 
we need to support them. And, and other representatives and senators around the state need to be supporting them as well. So now, you know, having, having a bill and, and having, you know, Senate Bill 1778 um, in place, we can all reach out to our reps and senators and say, this is, this is something we support. This is something we want you to be following because this is something that's important to the hemp industry. Well, it, well, it is, and and I think that we talked last week a little bit about how um, I I think that in regards to marijuana is concerned, I think that uh, the federal government will probably pass something from that side before Texas does. But but with with hemp, we'll take this five percent. This is a still a win. And then is there medicinal marijuanas in this? Is that is that something that's in there? You think, or, or, or do we have you read this bill? Yeah, you know, and that's something that that's really important for people to understand too. Is hemp is is all things hemp. That's the hemp grain that you buy at Costco and Whole Foods and HEB. It's it's the hemp clothing that you buy at Patagonia. It's all of these things and CBD, which is explicitly laid out. But hemp, I believe from the intention of Congress at, at the federal level with the 2018 Farm Bill, and certainly from the authors here in the state, they were legalizing the more virtuous sides of the plant. There's still you know, a, a large amount of, of work to be done um, in, in educating and still a lot of taboos that exist um, within these same people who did pass hemp. So hemp was really kind of that first education step to introduce them to the cannabis plant as a whole. Um, yeah. But it is, again, products that you can sell at a convenience store, grocery store, farmer's market versus what has been a more regulated market, even in states like California and Colorado, that you still have to go to a a dispensary to purchase these things. They can't sell their products in the same way that hemp people can sell their products. So although there's a lot of interest in Delta 9 and and marijuana, there there is this much broader market that what are some of those differences i mean like you know like last week's guest she can sell it in the flea markets and uh you know any of the booth space at events and venues is that a different is that what's different now for for hemp in texas as opposed to the regulatory offices there in california and 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 cal in in colorado for sure, for sure. So <laughs> in Colorado, you still can't sell THC at a farmer's market. You, you still can. you still can't do it in that oh, way. Weird. Now, you know, there are provisions in those states for people to grow themselves, and, you know, there's there's ways for um, people to, to find those different products. But, again, you know, with hemp, sh- the big thing is she can sell it legally in Texas because hemp's not an adulterant for, for human or animal consumption. In the law, it's 100% legal, and I think that's something – that I've been really encouraged by this week is we need to talk about these things in a very declarative way and mm-hmm. and not in a mischievous or that we're doing something wrong. These are good, virtuous, legal products. Um, you know, and it's, and it's as easy as buying these products, putting them in front of your, your sheriff, your mayor, your representative senator and say, look, this was in the store. This is in the store. I, I use this for these purposes. We shouldn't feel bad at all for consuming these products that benefit us. I mean, as long as we with integrity and good conscience are using these things to benefit ourselves and other people, we should be proud of these things. 
this is good yeah, and we're promoting something that's really good well it, it is and and i think that as long as you like you said to me a little bit earlier off air you know just when we're promoting something positive and good it it uh it, it just uh, kicks that thing around and and uh and it's just good karma uh bringing back to to everyone so that that's important um daniel inking founder and ceo and entrepreneur of everflux technologies will be calling in with gene um uh, Dieter over there at Green Mountain Flower a little later in the show here, maybe in another 15 minutes, those guys will be calling in. But um, So we'll talk about some of their products at Bioflux and Terraflux uh, with uh, with their uh, biological fertilizers. They do some regenerative farming. And so we have some, uh, some of their products uh, here kind of mapped out. And uh, we'll talk to those guys in. But that's the only guest that we have lined up. Uh, with those guys, and then we'll talk a little more about some of these bills and and whatever you like, uh, whatever's on your mind, Coleman. Yeah, well, you know, I, I'm actually really interested to to ask them about the next section of the bill. So, okay. I, another another thing this added to Senate Bill 1778 is a, a new definition for seedlings and immature plants. Now, one of the more ridiculous things, and I heard this from multiple people over this last year, was that. They had to go and get a pre-harvest test for the plants that they grew in their greenhouse, the the starter plants, before they could transport that from that greenhouse into a field. With some kind of underlying assumption by the Department of Agriculture, and we need to give them grace. This was their first year, and it's been illegal for 80 years. But there's no cannabinoids at all in in any cannabis plant high Delta-9 or high in CBD that will have any of those cannabinoids at that level. So fortunately, we've introduced this new term for immature plants that we can transport these things. You don't have to to get more testing. So this is another win for the farmers, less paperwork, less having to to pay for tests, really knowing the results that you're going to get, which is zero. Mm -hmm. Um, And and hopefully... um, well, and it, it, go ahead. Will this educate law enforcement anymore? And, and that's where I was going with that. And then, again, we should speak boldly and say these are immature plants. Mm-hmm. You can go to Senate Bill 1778 and read it for yourself. So that's a g- great move. Another really exciting thing is we are finally starting to see a positive move related to hemp research. So supporting the different universities, the land-grant universities, mm-hmm. and opening up the genetic potential of this plant so the the 0.3 delta 9 and then the usda still lingering 0.3 percent total thc has been a real constraint to being able to to have available seed stock to even begin from to start the genetic process and seed trials um it puts Texas at a huge disadvantage to states like Oregon and Colorado that had high THC recreational medical programs where they're able to take these best plants that had the best uh, physical effects, best um, best structure in the field, that they were able to then convert and, and transform into these low THC, high CBD plants. This will open this up for the for the universities in a in a big way. Very excited as a huge needed step forward. Is there also I heard maybe in recent weeks that there was a federal bill, and maybe it was maybe this I heard off of the normal site, but that I heard that they might make 
the the federalized the the in Washington make it five percent. Is that is that a rumor or, or was I am I misspeaking hearing about that? I could have swore I read something from one of the emails that came in from um, from Washington on one of the advocacy groups sent me an email and I I heard that there was a bill that they were looking to push through that might make hemp five percent uh, across the board and I just didn't know if you'd heard of that because I. I thought that was what I was hearing on one of the advocacy email chains that I get, and I just didn't know if, if that uh, you know, had crossed you, your desk. You know, so what that one is, um, so federally there is a move for 1%. So Senator Rand Paul has a bill introduced. It would okay. make it to where you really only have to test the finished product. It would be a huge boon for the hemp industry, really what needs to be done. Maybe what what you're talking about, though, okay. and this is relevant. Absolutely. And, and although I, you know, I always want to be the person that people can, can hear from, and I'm telling them the truth around hemp products. And I am laser focused in on that spot. That being said, I also follow a lot of the marijuana bills that come in through the state. And I can broadly say that if the state of Texas made a big move towards Delta nine and THC, it should loosen up a lot of the, the, um, the, the taboos, it's, it's only going to make things easier for the, the hemp industry. Mm-hmm. That being said, they are still very different, and they will always be kind of separated. But so 5% um, uh, representative click out of the, the DFW area who was the author of the Texas Compassionate Use Program that passed in 2015. Mm-hmm. She, over the last several sessions, they have increased the different symptomologies which is a great acknowledgement that this does have a benefit for uh, for pain, for things outside of just epilepsy, which is where it started. So they're continuing to open this up. There's still a discussion around PTSD, yeah. and they are looking at taking this very restrictive program that only allowed for 0.5% THC, and they are bringing that up to 5%. Okay. Uh, that that's where that stands right now. Um, so the five percent that I heard was was for THC federally. Um, you know, and that in I wouldn't be surprised. There's that may have been what it, it was in Texas. I think I mean there's well over twenty different bills related to cannabis. It's a hot topic. You know, yeah. there's a lot of people there looking to to author this and and jump on things. Come on, Dan Patrick. You know, it's <laughs> my, my biggest thing. We need more uh, Republicans putting these bills forward. Do you agree you know, with that you at know, all? I, I, I will say um, that it took, and I'm so grateful, the, the strong leadership of, of Senator Perry, who is a, a conservative, um, stalwart. Um, he recognized the strength of the arguments and the reality of what hemp is and what hemp can and, and will be for the state. That's great. We haven't quite pushed over that, that limit outside of a, a, of a very traditional standard of care, allopathic medicine mindset. Um, hemp has been a, a really great platform and an and a opening of people's understanding that hemp is good for us and there's a lot of other plants. There's a lot of other things that we can eat and consume that are good for us. Um, it's it has a pronounced effect on folks, and because it's been taboo for a long time, it opened people's eyes to what else they weren't aware of. You know, what other things exist out here that could be beneficial for me? Mm-hmm. Um, I, broadly, I am very much a, a 
a Ron Paul Republican. I, I'm a, yeah. a, a very liberty focused person. And, yeah. and I am a very much an advocate for healthcare freedom as it extends to many, many different treatment options that we, in my experience, I've been so blessed to see this, see benefit so many different people. Um, I, a, a quick plug, um, you know, visit TexasRightToKnow.com. Um, you know, my, my interests and my, my family, um, we're, we're focused on health. Um, and so hemp is, is a, a, a big part of that and, and, and has opened up uh, discussions with so many people um, that I wouldn't have thought before. And so it's a unifier. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's getting better. It's, it's still just moving in the right way. Well, it, it certainly is. And, and then it's just fun and exciting to be a part of all of this and this change and this growth in this state and, and, and nationally as this uh, as cannabis is the cannabis culture is is on the rebound, on the rise, man. It's very cool and very exciting. It's the Texas Hip Show. We'll be back on the other side after this break. In the towns we know, a place we saw the lights turn low, the jigsaw jazz in the get fresh flow, pulling out jobs and jamboree handouts, two turntables and a microphone, bottles and cans that just clap your hands or just clap your hands. Where's that? I got two turntables and a microphone. Where's that? I got two turntables and a microphone. Folks, you know, I've gone through a lot of pains over the last 20 years. My knees, my shoulder, and, of course, that back of mine. Now, I've tried everything, massages, acupuncture, cryotherapy, and finally I found something that really works for me. GreenMountainFlower.com, that's the cure. I've been looking all over the place for something that's going to help me feel good, help me sleep good. Green Mountain Flower has the most powerful CBD oil available, and it's unique, and it really works for me and tons of other people. Now, you'll see all kinds of CBD oils in shops all around the place, you know, the convenience stores and gas stations and places like that but none like green mountain flower and green mountain flower has the most nodule cbd oil retailers right here in austin texas it's natural 100 absorption it's water-based and it absorbs into the body easier it's unique and 100 organic formula and it really has worked give a call today to 512-645-0510 talk to gene or elsie and ask about the great products that they have you'll find them on facebook and online at greenmountainflower.com CRI is a top 25 nationally ranked CPA firm with offices across the Southeast and with clients across the globe. Over the last few years, our firm has developed a niche in the agriculture and cannabis industry. We understand the unique challenges growers and processors face every day, including addressing challenges resulting from the USDA and DEA final interim rules, banking and insurance concerns for cannabis businesses, unique farming challenges associated with hemp and high THC cannabis, and GMP clean room management and general management for business in the rapidly changing cannabis market. Our seasoned team of professionals can help you meet these challenges with sound business, tax, financial, accounting, and technology advice. Visit CRICPA.com to find out more or schedule your free introductory consultation. That's CRICPA.com. 
Since 1938, TPS Lab has been guiding growers of many different crops around the world to making maximum yields and quality and solving difficult field problems with advanced innovative solutions. Hemp Plan offers the most advanced guidance to industrial hemp growers. The purpose of Hemp Plan is for you to realize the highest quality and yields with minimal THC for your crop's genetics by minimizing plant biotic and abiotic stresses. TPS Lab offers many services and options to the industrial hemp grower. Contact Joe at TPS Labs at 956-383-0739. That's 956-383-0739. That's TPS Lab. Hey guys, it's Russell with the Texas Hemp Reporter. Want to remind you to check out the website, uh, the Texas Hemp Ranch. My friends at the Texas Hemp Ranch are currently leasing over 50 acres of land to grow your hemp operation for the next spring grow here in Texas. So get ready for that 2021 grow season and visit the TexasHempRanch.com or give us a call at 512-387-3377. Or you can email TXHempRanch at gmail.com for more information. So the Texas Hemp Ranch is located there at 969 off of 130 Toll Road in east of Austin. They provide the land. You grow your own hemp, leasing 50 acres. And we just uh, leased a, a, some five-acre slot the other day. You can lease a, a five-acre spot or 10 acres. It's up to you. If you want to do 20 acres, just let us know. We've got about 50 acres, 45 approximately left to lease between now and late February. So just reaching out through the podcast here. want to get a note out to our listeners that you can lease some land to grow your hemp this spring at the Texas Hemp Ranch, my friends out there. Uh, go check those guys out online, the Texas Hemp Ranch, or give them a call at 512-387-3377. Thanks, and back to the show. You're listening to the Texas Hemp Show, produced by your friends at the Texas Hemp Reporter. 60,000 copies published free every year. The Texas Hemp Reporter is mailed to over 2,000 licensed hemp producers in Oklahoma, New Mexico, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Texas. News, technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things hemp in the Lone Star State. The Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. All right, welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell, the publisher for the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. The March issue is uh, out there and uh, getting out to folks. And I'm already getting calls, Coleman. People are telling me their farmers are advertisers. People that know us have, have, have reached out. I'm excited that that March issue is out. And we just thought we've already recently just issued some assignments for, for the upcoming May issue, which will come out in late April. So um, just excited that, uh, that this is a... Uh, this is out there, and uh, we're getting ready for a conference uh, and a road trip here coming up with NOCO um, next week, yeah. and uh, that'll be be interesting. Uh, should be fun. Uh, uh, you you got a, a van? Yeah, yeah. So um, got my van rented, getting everything lined up. Um, no no late minute um, plans. Um, no, we're ready to go. I'm excited. This is this is really gonna be one of the first big hemp shows that that we've had in the last year yeah um it's it's huge this will be my big one yeah well and and in years past i believe this is their seventh noco hemp expo mm -hmm. it's it's grown every year and really become one of the more premier events um morris beagle there also does the southern hemp expo um in the past they've done those in in nashville and i believe this this upcoming year will be in north carolina um 
you know, and and then also some other common faces. Uh, I know one of the sponsors up there this year is EarthX, um, that mm-hmm. generally has their big event in in April. I'm interested to see what their plans are, but it's it's definitely a kickoff. Um, it's it's great to to have the the hemp community back again, and you know, I, I think we'll be seeing a lot of new things. Um, you know, uh, some some familiar faces and a lot of new, um, particularly as it relates to, to grain and fiber. I know there's been a huge influx there, yeah. which really, really exciting to, to watch. The 2021 Southern Hemp Expo, September 2nd through the 4th at the Raleigh Convention Center there in Raleigh, North Carolina. So that will be the uh, Morris's second event uh, that this that's coming up. And, and they just emailed me yesterday, and, and we were approved for media. Uh, you and I though will be hanging out uh, uh, oh, yeah. uh, at the booth. Uh, I'm with you guys at the, at your booth uh, for with with uh, ionization. Um, but they did say if we wanted to do a podcast or an interview or anything, there's a media room where we are allowed access to the internet and anything we need to do interviews or or anything like that. So I just uh, I'm we're going. I'm got a call with them tomorrow over all of that media access that will be allowed. But uh, excited about Noco. Got the hotel booked and, yeah. and I'm ready to go. Yeah, and and I you know I I, I can't help but but say how excited I am still to see these magazines coming out each month. I mean to. To be highlighting people like TPS Labs and the value that they bring to new farmers, the experience that they have in hemp um, for over a decade now. They've actually been working in hemp um, back when it was only in Canada um, and really throughout the country. Great, great group of guys there. And and here in a minute, we have Green Mountain Hemp. Um, yeah, Green Mountain Flowers calling in along with uh, 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 Dutch Gene uh, uh, should be calling in here. They had an event over there today. At uh, Green Mountain Flower, they had their uh, St. Patty's Day. It's St. Patty's Day, by the way. It, it is. I, I actually. <laughs> and I see I, you're wearing your green. I, I did. I you know I, I brought my uh, Make America <laughs> Green Again hat. He does. Uh, I, I, I I like this holiday, and actually, this last weekend was my birthday. So I I like to. Um, I I feel the birthday vibes all all week uh, during this time of year. <laughs> well, it is St. Patty's today, and we were at Green Mountain Flower uh, a little earlier. And, and as I, I speak about Green Mountain, there's uh, Gene uh, calling in right now. Let's see if I can't uh, uh, bring him bring him in. How are you, Gene? Hey, good guys. How are you guys? Uh, all right. We were just uh, talking about today being St. Patty's Day, and uh, we had an event over there at your place earlier today. I was there from about one to two, two fifteen today, and 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 a great turnout over there with one hundred four nine the Horn and uh, uh, Bucky, and, and you guys kind of had some products available out there at uh, Green Mountain Flower today. It was a nice event. Oh man, we had a blast today. I, I'm telling you, the luck was in the air, the charm. It was windy, it was cool, and it was breezy inside, man. We had the door open. We were really enjoying it. A lot of people came in and just found out for the first time, but they come in and they try our products, and we let them try it, and it's just amazing. I think I've said that before on your show. Um, When you come in, you know, you get to try either the oil or the water soluble, and we talk to you about other products, but we spend time with you, and everything is on an individual basis. Um, it's not like we're just getting you out the door. We had, uh, I'd say we've had about 160 people in today and I didn't get to talk to all of them, but man, I'll tell you what, they loved it. And I think they're going to find out that they're going to come back many, many times over and over and over. Well, we met the girls from, uh, the, the, the buds, uh, what was her province? Uh, co buds. What was that? It was the edible cookies and cream 
nugget yeah. infused candy, and, it, and that was great. She was profiled here. She was at the Hemp Cup, and I can't recall her name offhand, but I got to see her, and then Jeremy was there from Green Zero Labs. Was, yeah, her name was Fate. Fate. Okay. Yeah, I got to remember to. to, I want to give her my card. I wanted to maybe talk about her products down the road. But uh, yeah, it was a really nice meeting, um, mingling of people in the hemp space and CBD space here in Austin. Yeah, it was. And you know, uh, today, what I wanted to talk to you about is a company that we're working with directly. Uh, We're going to be the wholesaler for Texas and Oklahoma. And Daniel's on the line. Daniel, are you there today? I'm here. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, Daniel. Nice to have you a part of the Texas Hemp Show. Daniel Inking is founder and CEO of Everflux Technologies. And and then some of the products I understand, Daniel, are Bioflux and Terraflux. And you guys offer the microbiological fertilizers, some regenerative farming, high-yield farming, using microbes to kind of eliminate some of these chemical fertilizers and pesticides that that all farmers are dealing with. Am 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 I warm? (laughs) <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we're kind of, we're kind of taking advantage of this um, cutting edge science that's, that's come out in like the last several years that's just showing us that actually like microbes are what's really helping your plants grow and so we're we're basically just taking advantage of that we're putting the microbes into a an easy to use putting them into a bottle into an easy to use solution that farmers can just uh, put into their irrigation or put into their sprayers or whatever um, and they can use it to grow not only higher yield plants but higher quality plants too so that's that's kind of the kicker yeah, absolutely. So uh, this is Coleman Hemphill with the, the Texas Hemp Industries Association and, and Ionization Labs. I I love that hemp has been a crop that has brought a lot of people back to agriculture. And a lot of the people coming back to agriculture want to be doing the absolute best for their soils, for their finished products, for their customers. Um, love that, that y'all are highlighting um, microbes, but could you go into to even greater detail on on really biodynamics and in the ecosystem that exists within the soil uh, that y'all keep a, a, a close eye on through the process? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know what what a lot of a lot of farmers are used to doing is you know feeding their plants fertilizers, right? And and what what we're really seeing is that's kind of like it's kind of like feeding somebody through an IV, you know, like you can get the nutrients that way, but you're, you're not really going to have a super healthy plant that way. So what we're doing here is essentially, well, one, we're, we're stimulating microbes um, to work with the plants and we're adding more microbes into the soil because a lot of soils, you know, as you point out, um, are kind of kind of degraded. They need to be revived. That's what regenerative agriculture is all about is actually starting to improve the fertility of your soil year after year. Um, so we're putting these putting these microbes into the oil into the soil, kind of jump starting that process where the plants the plant actually feeds the microbes. They work in symbiosis with each other. It's you know what nature's been doing for for millions of years. So we're basically now that we understand that, we're able to kind of take advantage of that of that knowledge and find a more optimal way to feed the plants, really. Yeah, it, Daniel, could you almost say that it almost makes the soil more electric? Like it literally creates more communication within the soil and, and mm-hmm. frees up a lot of micronutrients that have been bound up by, by like what you were saying, this very traditional mindset around fertilization that only really exists within nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium. 
there's a lot more in the soil and the microbes really do that. Um, do you yeah. see any similarities with that in, in mycelium? I, I mean, are those kind of parallel in some ways? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like there are so, there's so much, there's actually so much nutrients in most soils that like you said, it's just, it's just bound up in a form that the plants can't really access and the microbes are there to unlock that. So both the bacteria and the fungi, the my, mycorrhizal fungi, you know, with their mycelium going out there, they're basically going out into the soil. They're finding those nutrients and it's like a super highway. They're bringing it back to the plant's roots and, and bringing it directly to the plant when it needs it too. The plant is actually able to tell those microbes when it, when it needs what nutrients. Yeah. You know, and Daniel, I think this is all so good and people really do need to understand that we've gotten to this point in regenerative agriculture because we've come so we haven't been moving in the right direction with a lot of agriculture let's say um you know you look at calcium amounts and magnesium volumes in corn from the 70s to today mm-hmm. dramatic yeah. shifts you know 60 percent reduction in calcium um a lot yeah. of these different minerals have been leached out of the soil and not put back in, but also, you know, like you're saying, have been just been bound up. It's still there, and if put in the right form and done the right way, can produce amazing plants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we kind of say our product is like a kombucha for plants. You know, it's <laughs> it's actually it's helping helping the soil helping the plants better digest what's already there in the soil. That's great. So y'all also do a lot of work in in lighting as well. So could you kind of talk about how important the daylight interval, you know, when the sun's coming up, when it's going down throughout the cycle and what people need to be looking for both right now where we are today um, and how they monitor those plants throughout the cycle and how y'all can help. Oh, sure. Um, we, we actually don't, we don't really work in lighting, but I mean, optimal lighting is absolutely crucial, you know, for, for plants. And, you know, if you, if you're growing, I mean, growing on, whether you're growing under the sun, whether you're growing indoors, you know, there's you kind of got to get your basic elements um, right initially, just, you know, like your lighting, watering, you know, even even aerating your soil, <clears throat> that kind of just that kind of basic stuff is kind of the first step. And then then you come in and, and use a product like ours and that can really boost the, the growth and quality. Well, Daniel, can you speak to let's talk about Bioflux a little bit and, and, and introduce this product and how uh, how this product is helping as it relates to hemp? Mm hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, one one of the one of the, the reasons you know this this product Bioflux can actually work to help grow any kind of plant. Um, but one of the reasons why we we saw that it was really ideal for hemp um, is that you know the pu- farmers hemp farmers specifically have have this problem where they don't want to go over that th- that federal THC limit, right? And a lot of farmers are concerned about testing hot. And so, what Bioflux what what actually what causes that to happen is when the plant is stressed and there's all kinds of different things that can cause stress for the plant. Um, but sometimes, sometimes it's just not getting the optimal nutrients, not getting the right nutrients when it needs it, you know? And, and I mean, we, you know, far, we, we try, we try to feed the plant the right nutrients when it needs it, but the soil microbes are very intelligent in that way. And they will just, they will just figure it out and get the plant what it needs when it needs it. So your plants, by using a product like Bioflux, they're going to have less, stress and therefore they're much less likely in fact you know almost almost guaranteed not to go over that thc limit right so if you have stress you're going to get more thc that's that's so such good information you know 
and can you kind of talk to the I know a lot of people are averse to to adding a lot of amendments into their soil. They they see regenerative farming practices and they think, oh, that's just much more expensive. But from an operational standpoint um, and, and from a compliance standpoint that you're talking about, you know, would you say that by not taking those efforts on the front end, people are actually putting themselves in a harder situation as it relates to weeds, as it relates to, to pests? Um, issues and and compliance yeah yeah for sure that's that's the thing and and with you know with regenerative growing you don't in the beginning sometimes you need to give your soil a jump start and that's that's what products like bioflux are great for and terraflux Um, but over time you're actually going to have to use uh, less less products less inputs because if you if you do these regenerative practices your soil is going to get better Um, and yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have less weeds, especially if you get those those mycorrhizal fungus networks going. Um, most weed species actually they like to take up uh, nitrate nitrogen and rather than ammonium nitrogen. And as, as you get a more kind of mature, developed soil, you're gonna get more ammonium nitrogen. So you're not gonna have as much weed pressure. Um, and then with pests, if you have stronger, healthier plants, um, that they're they're able to fight off the pests themselves. And you don't need as many pesticides. Absolutely. So I, I mean, really good money in, high quality, best practices on the front end is going to reward you all of those things on the the back end. Um, exactly. You know, I I think it is so important, and it is it, it's simple, but it is so complex, and and it really does start with with um with the best soil. Um, could you go into, I mean, the soil market too, and just for, you know, people, maybe they're just getting into, to hemp, into agriculture is a huge industry. Um, I mean, this is, this is a place that's been growing, um, quite a bit. Could you kind of talk to the broader market and, and really the difference that you're providing with your products in this regenerative way? Um, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, like you were saying earlier, um, a lot of, you know, a lot, a lot of growers of hemp and cannabis, you know, they're using all these, all these different inputs trying to, you know, find, you know, the right NPK fertilizer, right micronutrients, right mycorrhizal product. And um, we found that really, if you just, if you start with, if you start with the right soil mix, let's say you're growing, you know, indoors in pots or something like that, start um, with a soil mix that's like really good at really high in worm castings. Um, some some sort of you know worm castings has a ton of nutrients in it, but it's not going to burn your plants. You can never really have too much worm castings. Um, and then mix that with a product like TerraFlux, which is um, biochar based. So biochar is uh, I know you guys had a gentleman from biochar now come on here earlier. Biochar is, is basically just all carbon, and and carbon <clears throat> is what um, allows microbial life to grow in the soil. And so. So you put some biochar in there, you know, we'd say worm castings are really good, mix it up with some local compost. Um, you're going to have a really, really fertile uh, soil mix there. If you're working in native soil, you know, you can, you can amend your soil with these two. The great thing about biochar is that it lasts for a long, long time. Once you put it in the soil, it's That's there right. for you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about it for a thousand years. Daniel, the TerraFlux yeah. product is your biochar and then the BioFlux is the, um, is the liquid based uh, that's added to the soils, right? Yeah, that's great. Well, and 
you know, the other thing with, with biochar, I think is so important for Texas and, and please speak to this is, is water retention, you know, really making sure that you're able to, to make the, the most of your, your irrigation practices throughout the growth cycle. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's going to get more and more important. Yeah. Well, could you tell us, um, just a little bit more of the, the history of Everflux, you know, how you got here, why you exist and, and really, what what the broader benefits are not only in profits but just overall for the planet and what you're you're putting forth yeah yeah it's an interesting question so i actually i i grew up in um in new england and maine um in kind of kind of a rural area we had a lot of small organic farms around us so you know i kind of got was very familiar with just that that rural and farming lifestyle from from a young age and um then you know over time i wanted to wanted to start a business. I felt like I wanted to do something good for the world and, you know, also run a profitable business at the same time. And so I was just looking at, at renewable energy, which was, you know, when I was in college, kind of really starting to just take off and come into its own. Um, so, so I got involved in, in solar and wind energy for a while. Um, and then, but I really got, what I really got fascinated was, was with was food waste and looking at how much food waste there is out there. Like, we just that we produce in this country and looking at that and saying that's that's a resource that's going to waste and like you know there's there's money to be made there if we could figure out how to turn that back into something that's valuable so i started looking at where at first that ways to turn waste into energy um but then after a while i just realized well i mean all that food waste that's that's organic material that should just be going back into the soil and replenishing and refertilizing the soil that's that's kind of nature's full cycle right so mm -hmm. that's that's what got me excited and that's that's and then i met this um this farmer this organic farmer who is the one who developed our products bioflux and terraflux and he he spent 15 he, he was a farmer for 30 years organic farmer for 30 years and over course the course of 15 years he kind of developed and refined these products um so we kind of teamed up together and and that's how we got here is that michael you're referring to that's right. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, so not only does it sound great coming over the radio, but these are actually things that people can go and read about. So um, could you tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about your book? Um, and it kind of outlines um, not only the, the different products you're talking about, but just the complexities of farming as a whole. Uh, you know, one thing to be said, and there are so many tools that people need to utilize, but we're talking about a living substance and there's not one silver bullet to it. Um, tell us a little bit about your book and kind of what people can expect to, to learn. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I started writing this book, we're calling it cannabinoid cultivation secrets um, because I was, I was just talking with a lot of farmers who are either, you know, who are attempting to farm in this way regeneratively um, or even grow indoors um, in a way that's that's using living soil. And and, you know, I, I met a lot of people who are trying to do this and a lot of people who are really successful at doing it already. And, and I said, hey, well, there's there's kind of an information gap here. You know, a lot of people still think that you you have to go like the hydro route and you have to have, you know, chemical nutrient inputs. And so I just wanted to, you know, inform people more about how you can grow in this regenerative way. And, and cannabinoid cultivation secrets is really, yeah, you know, they're kind of these, these, um, you know, the, these open secrets in a sense, but they're, they're really like, what are the secrets to growing in this way so that you can, you can reduce your costs, you can have a better quality product 
and you can do better for the planet too at the same time i mean you know farming in this way is, is just really going to be it's going to be better for the planet it's going to be better for for our health too in the end. Um, so that book is it, it, it's actually not well we're going to take a quick pro- commercial break our guest daniel inking of the Everflux. Everflux Technologies. Yeah, Everflux. And then uh, the cannabinoid cultivation secrecy is walking us through. We're going to take this quick break. We'll be right back. Folks, you know, I've gone through a lot of over the last 20 years, my knees, my shoulder, and of course that back of mine. Now, I've tried everything, massages, acupuncture, cryotherapy, and finally I found something that really works for me. GreenMountainFlower.com, that's the cure. I've been looking all over the place for something that's going to help me feel good, help me sleep good. Green Mountain Flower has the most powerful CBD oil available, and it's unique, and it really works for me and tons of other people. Now, you'll see all kinds of CBD oils in shops all around the place, you know, the convenience stores and gas stations and places like that. But none like Green Mountain Flower. And Green Mountain Flower has the most nodule CBD oil retailers right here in Austin, Texas. It's natural, 100% absorption. It's water-based. And it absorbs into the body easier. It's unique and 100% organic formula. And it really has worked. Give a call today to 512-645-0510. Talk to Gene or Elsie and ask about the great products that they have. You'll find them on Facebook and online at GreenMountainFlower.com. CRI is a top 25 nationally ranked CPA firm with offices across the Southeast and with clients across the globe. Over the last few years, our firm has developed a niche in the agriculture and cannabis industry. We understand the unique challenges growers and processors face every day, including addressing challenges resulting from the USDA and DEA final interim rules, banking and insurance concerns for cannabis businesses, unique farming challenges associated with hemp and high THC cannabis, and GMP clean room management and general management for business in the rapidly changing cannabis market. Our seasoned team of professionals can help you meet these challenges with sound business, tax, financial, accounting, and technology advice. Visit CRICPA.com to find out more or schedule your free introductory consultation. That's CRICPA.com. Since 1938, TPS Lab has been guiding growers of many different crops around the world to making maximum yields and quality and solving difficult field problems with advanced innovative solutions. Hemp Plan offers the most advanced guidance to industrial hemp growers. The purpose of Hemp Plan is for you to realize the highest quality and yields with minimal THC for your crop's genetics by minimizing plant biotic and abiotic stresses. TPS Lab offers many services and options to the industrial hemp grower. Contact Joe at TPS Labs at 956-383-0739. That's 956-383-0739. That's TPS Lab. Hey guys, it's Russell with the Texas Hemp Reporter. Want to remind you to check out the website, uh, the Texas Hemp Ranch. My friends at the Texas Hemp Ranch are currently leasing over 50 acres of land to grow your hemp operation for the next spring grow here in Texas. So get ready for that 2021 grow season and visit thetexashempranch.com or give us a call at 512-387-3377 or you can email txhempranch at gmail.com for more information. So the Texas Hemp Ranch is located there at 
969 off of 130 Toll Road in east of Austin. They provide the land. You grow your own hemp, leasing 50 acres. And we just uh, leased a, a, some five-acre slot the other day. You can lease a, a five-acre spot or 10 acres. It's up to you. If you want to do 20 acres, just let us know. We've got about 50 acres, 45 approximately left to lease between now and late February. So just reach it out through the podcast here. I want to get a note out to our listeners that you can lease some land and grow your hemp this spring at the Texas Hemp Ranch, my friends out there. Uh, go check those guys out online, the Texas Hemp Ranch, or give them a call at 512-387-3377. Thanks, and back to the show. You're listening to the Texas Hemp Show, produced by your friends at the Texas Hemp Reporter. 60,000 copies published free every year. The Texas Hemp Reporter is mailed to over 2,000 licensed hemp producers in Oklahoma, New Mexico, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Texas. News, technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things hemp in the Lone Star State. The Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. All right, welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell, your publisher for the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. Joining us this week on podcast number 20 is Daniel Inking, the founder and CEO of Everflux Technologies, and Gene Diedrich of the Green Mountain Flower Company. And I understand, Gene, you're the distributor for the Everflux pro, uh, products for this area. So if you're in Texas and you're listening, and, and I'm looking through uh, Daniel's uh, got a brochure here thing that I printed out, just phenomenal things that the product's done with strawberries and tomatoes. You can see how big these things grow uh, using bio, Bioflux. And, and, uh, but, but folks can, how can folks get in touch with, with uh, to put a place in order and, and try this Bioflux for their spring grow? Well, you know, one thing I was going to say, too, is not only are we covering Texas, we're doing Oklahoma. So our okay. friends in Oklahoma that are, are listening to this, you can contact us at austingreenmountainflowercompany.com. And it's, again, it is greenmountainflower.com. So greenmountainflower.com. And, and what's your email address, Gene? Uh, that, that one's very similar, too. Yeah, so you can read us, uh, reach us at our email address. Um, and, and, and I'll tell you what, I'll give you my email address, um, to me and you can reach me at Gene, G E N E at green mountain Very cool. Very cool. Well, this is a, a, an exciting product. We're looking forward to, to maybe seeing some of our local guys here, try out the bioflux or the teraflux, uh, as well. What is better for profits people in the planet? You're from kind of the renewable energy side. Why is this better for, for profits and for people and the planet, Daniel? Yeah, yeah. And, and first, let me also just say, I mean, you know, I, you guys have been friends with Gene for a long time, and, and he has a reputation for making really quality products. And, I mean, that's, that's also what we're about, too, which is why we teamed up together. So this is, you know, one of the reasons it's going to increase your profits is because, um, a product like Bioflux, it doesn't just make the plant grow bigger. It actually makes the plant grow in a way that's more full and healthy, and it gets all the all the micronutrients it needs too. And so that means for a for a hemp or a cannabis plant, it's going to produce more terpenes and more flavonoids, <clears throat> and you're just you're going to have you know better kind of better flavor and actually better overall. Really, the terpenes enhance the overall effect. Um, of the product so um it's you know and that that also makes it better for people right it's it's going to be more effective that way 
Um, and then it's better for the planet when you grow this way. Cause the thing about fertilizers, you know, is they, I mean, if you've, if you've seen those pictures of like the big algae blooms around Florida and I know you have them in the Gulf of Mexico too, um, <clears throat> like that's a lot of that's from fertilizer runoff, unfortunately. Um, and so using a product like this, you know, we're not going to pollute those waterways anymore. Um, and we can actually, we can regenerate the soil and make it better for our children to farm on. Daniel, we have about two and a half minutes left on the program before we got to go to our next segment with our next guest. Fire off the website. Tell folks how they can get in touch with with you guys over there and how they can you know check out online. And, and I see the website's uh, everflux.tech. Mm-hmm. Is that right? That's right, everflux.tech. Um, we're on, we're on Instagram too. We put a lot of stuff up on, on Instagram. Um, we're just at Everflux on Instagram and, um, we're, we're actually working on getting some more videos up on the website. So do, do, you know, keep an eye on the website. Um, and you can also email, you can email me, Daniel at everflux.tech, um, or our general boxes info at everflux.tech. So if we're local, if you're a local listener or a local reader of the Texas Hemp Reporter and they are in the central Texas here area within Gene and Elsie's, you know, driving range, can they come in there for some of this product? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, feel, definitely feel free to email me if you have questions, you know, whatever. If you're interested in, in buying and you're in Texas or Oklahoma, I'm going to forward you over to Gene because, you know, he's best set up to, to help people with that. Yeah. Well, I you know, t- today is St. Patrick's Day, so it's March 17th right now. Um, so glad to have you on the, the show today. Um, could you just briefly touch on what farmers need to be looking at right now? Um, you know, from my perspective, you know, these are the products that people should be looking at. Um, are these things that people will be applying right now? What's your advice over the next two to three weeks that the farmers should be looking towards? Yeah, so so this is the time to get your soil ready for planting. So uh, TerraFlux is uh, this is the time to be putting TerraFlux into your soil. You want to put it in ahead of planting so it has time to work into the soil. And and actually, and by the way, we are offering for the month of March. We have a twenty five percent off um, discount for orders in the month of March. Um, so you get TerraFlux put in your soil now, um, but you can that that discount is good to pre order BioFlux. Um, which you can start feeding your plants, you know, whenever you're planting in May, June, whenever that is. Very cool. Gene, did you have something you wanted to add? Yeah. Hey, guys. So I just want to let everybody know that the U.S. organic soil market is expected to grow by $3.3 billion by 2025. And that is just amazing because people are really getting back to earth. They're getting back to the goodness. And you know what we do with Daniel is we're going to be in the market of making healthy normal again. And so I look at this and think, who wouldn't want to pick on something like this and know that they're going to help out? Not only is it going to not make your plants get hot, but I'll tell you what, it keeps it clean. I'll tell you that. The best way to <laughs> pesticides is, is keep it clean, and that's what we're doing. And we're, we always say, always keep it growing, man. So well, I want to thank you for having us. And uh, Coleman, thank you. Russell, Daniel, we appreciate it. Remember, you yeah. can come to the store at um, uh, the Anderson Mill location right here in Austin, Texas. It's greenmountainflower.com. 
That's right. GreenMountainFlower.com. They're over there at 13450 Research at uh, Anderson Mill. And then Daniel, thanks for chiming in on this with Everflux. They're, his website, Everflux, E-V-E-R-F-L-U-X dot tech. And check out these products for Bioflux and Terraflux. You want to get your Terraflux right now while you can for the month of March for 25% off. And then look to uh, get some Bioflux as you get things planted and, and keep this thing going. Thank you both, gentlemen, for being a part of the Texas Hemp Show today. And we we wish you both a happy, safe St. Patty's Day. Uh, you guys. You all, right. all right. Thanks. There they go. All right. Good stuff from our friends there at uh, Green Mountain Flower Company. So we look forward to those guys and, and seeing what they got coming. But Gene wanted to plug that that new uh, venture, Coleman, with Daniel and, and, uh, and, and start talking about the new Everflux technologies that they're going to be offering here for Texans and Oklahomans. Yeah, no, Absolutely. Delighted to have those guys on today, and uh, Gene's been a, a great supporter of this show and the the Texas hemp industry, and it's it's always great to hear um, about regenerative agriculture. I, I think they really hit a, yeah. a frequency in the hemp industry, and and what a lot of people want to see from agriculture. You know, one thing um, I did want to to hop on, and, and this is a, an article that it's featured in the the newest. Hemp Reporter magazine that came out. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing for people to be looking at in addition to setting up their soil is making sure that you have a good plan for your data, how you monitor your crop throughout the year. Um, uh, Climacell, that was featured in the, the article in partnership with Ionization Labs and TPS Labs, is one of another great supporter of the magazine and podcast here. Um, they're providing really a research program that allows you to connect your weather data to your soil testing, to your water testing, to your plant micronutrient testing, and then ultimately to potency. And something that Daniel really hit on, and I totally agree, is we all need to be looking at what are best practices and who the leaders in the agriculture space are and what kind of practices do they put in place. And a good part of that is, is monitoring your growth cycle, um, making sure that you're compliant and, and that you're doing regular testing throughout throughout your your growth cycle. So um, the weather data provided by Climacell, you can visit Climacell.com. Also visit Ionization Labs and TPS Labs, where you're really going to get the greatest value of that weather data when connected with these other vital pieces of information for your growing process. Next week, Compliance, uh, Nathan will be joining us talking about Hempliance and their app that they have it uh, kind of gives you a, a full spectrum of the of the hemp business from end to end and so Hempliance is one of the uh, the, the, the new uh, companies that we're going to have on and Nathan will be talking about that on the 24th next week and then on the 31st uh, Heather Fazio will, will be chiming in talking a little more about all things legislative in the session there in the 87th. Yeah, and other really important dates. So on March 22nd, the temporary restraining order related to smokable hemp products will be heard here in Travis County. It's a big date for the hemp industry. Definitely keep an eye on that. It will give us an idea of, of what we need to, to change or um, what, what victories we've gained through that process. Also, um, the USDA is taking comments related to best practices until April 15th. So the, the industry is maturing. We're getting to a place where uh, we recognize what, what works and, and what doesn't. Definitely get your voice in with that. 
Next time, we'll talk more about the maximum tetrahydrocannabinol content laid out in this new bill, new terms like traceable amounts of cannabinoids, some different things that still need to be cleaned up. But overall, very optimistic about Senate Bill 1778. Please contact your representatives and senators to support this bill and, and get your two cents in there. Absolutely engage in the process, and let's continue to see hemp grow in the state of Texas. Well, listen, we're going to be in Denver next week, so the show I have for Hemp Clients will have to do from the hotel or something next week with Nathan, so we'll do that. But I think while we're there, I think we should take the gear and do a couple of interviews with folks that are up there. I think we should do another show talking about these bills as well. And we can sneak that podcast in between the NOCO event and Heather, because uh, Heather will be on on the 31st. So I think there is, especially with the smokable ban, that needs to be addressed next week sometime as well, because that'll be news. For, for sure. Now, we're, we want to be here with you every Wednesday, and, and we're actually looking at expanding the show. We'd love to, to take in call-in questions. Um, want to be a resource to the to the hemp industry come out to to noco great hemp show um, with the the colorado hemp company and morris beagle there love being with y'all can't wait to talk to y'all again next week let us know if you'd like to have phone calls on send an email to texas hemp reporter at gmail.com we'd love to entertain this i'm i'm open to opening the phone lines up and doing a live show the we pre-record these wednesdays and upload them thursdays we have some ideas about some video and some live streaming, and we're playing with that as the as the spring keeps warming up. And uh, who knows, I think we may have a, a live call-in show here by the summer. Yeah, and if you see this show as being a resource, um, reach out to your local radio uh, providers. Um, we would love to, to grow this show around the state of Texas right. online. Definitely promote us, like us on Facebook, um, and, and reach out to us for a magazine. The magazine's full of great content related to, to banking, to technology, testing, legal. Um, it really covers the full gambit of the hemp industry and I'm so glad to, to be a part of, of what's growing here. Well, check us out online at the TexasHempReporter.com. For, for Gene and Daniel and Coleman, we thank you guys for tuning in to the Texas Hemp Show. We'll see you next week, and happy St. Paddy's. Bye.